Thank you for listening to So About That. Today my guest is Kat Pullman. Kat is the Sustainability Coordinator at UNCW and a huge advocate for the environment. In today's episode, she will share small steps we can all take to be more sustainable and kinder to the earth. guest is Kat Pullman and you're here to talk about sustainability. Yes. Um, I'm super excited that you're here. As I just said, uh, sustainability is one of my favorite topics to talk about. I think it's a really important topic. Yes. Um, and before we get into it, can you tell listeners a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me here today. I'm really excited about thank this. You. Um, so my name's Kat Pullman. I am your chief sustainability officer here at UNCW. Um, I actually graduated from UNCW mm -hmm. in 2011 with my undergrad in marine biology and environmental science. Um, so I've, I've been a Seahawk for a long time. <laughs> and I'm currently working on my master's in public administration. So mm -hmm. getting a, a wide variety of different topics under my belt. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I've been in this position for about six years. Okay. It is actually really cool because this was supposed to be a two-week job. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I had just kind of transitioned out of my first like foot in the door job that wasn't really working for me. Okay. And I was just going to like wait tables and do my thing and apply for jobs. And they were like, hey, we have this part-time position. And so I came and, you know, after two weeks, I kind of just kept showing up <laughs> and they kept finding the support to keep me around. And then I am actually partially funded by a student fee. Wow. So during the time that I was here, that I was, you know, working that second job and everything, we passed the Green Initiative Fund. So that's a fund that every student pays $5 per semester. And it goes to my position, peer educators. Uh, you can apply for mini grants with it um, and then some other fun stuff. So I just think that that's a really cool story for students yeah. to know. It kind of is that ideal, like, you just like keep trying until you make it, I suppose. But um, yeah, I'm my job definitely uh, is most of my life. So I don't have too much to talk about outside of my job. But uh, we'll get into that, I think, a little bit later, too. But yeah, if anyone ever wants to reach out to me about that journey in particular, I know that um, when I graduated in 2011, we were kind of in the same uh, economic scary point that we yeah. might be in right now so yeah there there's a reason behind all the madness so I'm happy to talk about that with anyone yeah and I like hearing that too because it seems like if you were supposed to be two weeks and you kept showing up then you're advocating and proving that sustainability is something that the school should have been investing in absolutely yes and you know it, it kind of was one of those things that I told myself you know even if you show up and you're a volunteer you're going to be so upset Mm -hmm. if you're not a part of this. So just keep going. And um, yeah, it, it did work out for the best. And it did also show that the university had that investment in sustainability. Yeah. And that's great moving forward into, you know, 2020. I think mm -hmm. that a lot has been changing on campuses in regards to sustainability. Absolutely. So I like to ask a fun question, <laughs> or they're all fun questions, but one that kind of reveals a little about your personality. 
So this one is, how would you spend a day free of any obligations? I love this question. It's not something I've thought about in a very long time, what a day without obligations really looks like. But when I when I do try, because I try to have that balance of work life a little bit. So I'll take like Sunday and spend like half the day doing what I want. So I, I do love some consistent things. I love playing disc golf, okay. which is, yeah, um, that probably just because it's outside. Um, I like working in my yard, but so I was trying to think of all these specific things and none of them necessarily represent exactly what I want to do, but I have a formula. So I think that (laughs) the perfect day without any obligations would include food, friends, including my fiance and adventure. So like doing something new, trying something new, going somewhere else new, which may overlap with the the food. It may just be like trying something completely new. But those three things are important to me. I love that formula. <laughs> I'm going to steal that from you. Um, that sounds like it. Yeah, it is because your perfect day can change depending on your mood too or like what the weather is. So, yep. It might just be like laying in bed all day long and watching a new <laughs> show. I always think about that. I'm like, who was the first caveman to lay on their rock all day long? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great thought. Um, but so you're here to talk about sustainability. So why is sustainability important? That is such a deep question. That's like a full like hour long answer in itself. But if you break it down, um, sustainability is truly about continuing to provide opportunities that we have today for the future. Mm -hmm. So whether that be about people, planet, or profit, which sustainability is um, finding the compromise between all three of those things. It's not always necessarily about the environment, which I feel like a lot of people think it is, and we are a huge advocate for the environment. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you've got to think about people and social equity and social justice, as well as um, equity. I mean, you can't, you can't necessarily have the environment or people without a good um, financial backing for that. So anyway, um, so yeah, making sure that we have all of these things tomorrow that we have today um, for the next generation, whether that be our own children and grandchildren or future Seahawks. Yeah. And I, so I've always grown up hearing that, you know, the, incoming generations inherit the earth so Mm -hmm. what we do today is going to impact hundreds of years or has the potential to so i think that there's like a piece to sustainability is forward thinking Um, and then that you mentioned equity because there are a lot of changes that i've tried to make that i don't think are necessarily opportunities for some people given their income or Mm -hmm. uh, the community that they're in so kind of realizing that balance is super important and achieving it Absolutely. So what you kind of touched on it, but what does it mean to be sustainable? Right. So everyone's there's not even like a set definition mm-hmm. for sustainability, which is bad branding on our part, but <laughs> we're getting there. Um, so it's it's kind of personal, but you know, I think to be effective and sustainable, first of all, you have to um, try your best. So always trying to do the right thing, thinking about what it is that you have in your hand, whether that needs to be thrown away or whether that needs to be recycled or, you know, reused or given away to someone with um, less opportunities than you. I mean, there's always, 
you always have to think about every single item, every single movement, every single decision that you make and make sure that it's best. Um, but with that, that's super overwhelming, right? That's like the most overwhelming answer ever. So it's also giving yourself and other people grace yeah, and allowing yourself to learn and grow and allowing other people to do the same. I think sustainability is also about, like I said, it's that compromise. So while a lot of our virtues, our pillars are really divisive and political, they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. It really should be about bringing people together to do the right thing for everyone. So sustainability really is about, oh, I can barely say the word right now. It's a rule. <laughs> um, it really is about like just caring about something bigger than yourself, truly. It's true. And I've said before, I've talked about sustainability a lot on here, is that it looks different for everyone. And, and you touching on, you have to have grace for yourself because when you do think I could do this differently and this and this, it becomes really overwhelming. But if you set those smaller goals and kind of focus on one thing at a time, it can make a huge impact over, you know. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's hard sometimes because a lot of the things that are sustainable take an extra step. Mm-hmm. So a also more like, planning and thinking. So some days you might have time for that extra step and some days you might not. And just, mm-hmm. you know, doing your best. It's true. <laughs> so what unique challenges have you seen presented to sustainability given um, the, the pandemic we're in with uh, COVID-19? Yeah. Well, I, I think the first and foremost is one that everyone is going to hate for me to say, but we have, because of COVID, the safest thing to do is to order online and not Mm -hmm. go shopping and do things like that. And when you think about the amount of greenhouse gases that are used, um, the packaging, the travel, just making these products, I mean, that has truly, truly made an impact on our earth. Um, But we have also stayed home, so we're not you know, creating that many greenhouse gases. But I think another one, especially, you know, um, for anyone who's not super into cooking for themselves, the amount of waste that we're creating from dining out yeah, um, and not having reusables because it's, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do to offset that by, you know, we're always at home or most of the time we're at home, like making sure we're unplugging our electronics and, you know, um, turning lights off and things like that. Things that we probably have more control over now that we're just in the same space all the time. Um, you know, and, and just taking care of other people, making sure that you find those, those little moments uh, to give someone a reusable mask instead of their disposables because they can't afford a reusable one, but the disposables are not doing them well either and Mm -hmm. different things like that. So I think we have a lot of challenges with COVID in general, but um, there's always so many opportunities too. There are. And so you kind of brought up a segue in talking Mm -hmm. about if you are at home, kind of, you know, turn the lights off if the sun is enough for you to see. Mm-hmm. And what we're advocating now for Unplug Fridays and getting rid of those vampire energies, which if you don't know, I didn't know this previously, is just unplugging things that you're not using because they still take up electricity. I know in my house, I, I was a huge advocate for this in our kitchen. So we have everything on a power strip. And if we're not using it, we just unplug it. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And it, it makes you, it's a little change that you can make. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, something that I would 
suggest people try. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when the research that we did, it said that you can save up to like how much you normally spend on one month's energy bill over the course of a year and your energy by just unplugging. I mean, come on. Money is power, right? Mm -hmm. We've got, like, (laughs) if you can save money, why not just unplug the things? I would agree. And I, it's just something that we don't think about because it's mm-hmm. been so used to leave your charger in the wall. So, you know, it stays there. But when you wake up, take your phone off of it, just go ahead and unplug. Exactly. So what advice would you, we kind of touched on this, would you offer students who are feeling overwhelmed? I think that is what we really did touch on this, of, of breaking down those small goals. and Yeah, well, we also have, um, so we have this, uh, weekly event called sustainability like tea <laughs> yes and um the the sustainability peer educators have been doing it this semester they've done such a great job it's so much better than listening to me talk so if you're already tired of my voice go on our youtube at uncw <laughs> sustainability and watch these and there's actually one about eco-anxiety okay on there so that one's really good and i think that especially like i think about it when i talk to um especially people that are older than me. And they're like, why do you think students are so into sustainability? I'm like, okay, I, they have 10 years more than I do probably Mm -hmm. left on this earth. And like, I'm freaking out. So I can only imagine how, you know, people that are in their early to like teens and twenties who can understand the concepts, but like, don't know exactly how they can make the change yet to like on a wide level. So I think that that's a really good uh, resource for anyone who's, feeling a little anxious about the future. Yeah. And I think that you touched on it perfectly. Like you, you look at I generation coming up technology in their hands. They, there wasn't a world where the internet didn't exist and all you're seeing the impact of this on the earth. It's not like localized anymore. You can see the global impact of how humans are. Yeah. It's deep. It truly is. It's not, It should not be something that you just say like, oh, it's no big deal. Like the the effects of being able to see so much at your fingertips all the time Mm -hmm. is is making people more aware, which is great. But it's also overwhelming. So you've you've definitely got to take time to also digitally detox and like be out in nature and do your thing. Right. Digital detox. I'm a big advocate for that, too. (laughs) I personally have taken time this year with just people being at home more they're on social media more and i've deleted all of them because i I needed a big break from it and that allows for more intentionality on things that you may be interested in learning like if you're sustainability or uh, other resources where people can talk about some of the things you may be struggling with beautifully said (laughs) (laughs) so besides personal decisions how can students get involved in sustainability at campus community national or global level yeah i'm going to break it down for campus really quickly no matter what amount of time you have to put into sustainability we have something for you so whether it is like oh, I I don't really have any time. You can go on our website. We have so many resources Mm -hmm. on the website um, and our social media, things like that. Also, number one is signing the sustainability pledge. So when you go on the website in the middle of the uh, the front screen, obviously it's uncw.edu slash sustainability. (laughs) Um, um, Middle of the front screen, it's going to say pledge. 
sign the pledge. Um, and that helps us not only show support for sustainability all over campus, but you can also opt into a weekly newsletter okay. to see like, oh, we do have an event coming up. I have some free time. I can go to it. Um, next, if you want to get like involved and start making those, uh, you know, programs and changes on campus, as we just mentioned, actually, uh, Lindsay's part of the sustainability committee. <laughs> so you can sign up to be on the sustainability committee on that same website. Um, and that really is once a month, just one hour meeting, and then maybe some conversations in between so we can get some stuff done. But that's where the unplugged idea came from. And I just think it's the most brilliant idea I've heard in so long. So that's a huge program that we're just going to keep keep working on until we can't stand it any longer. So that's really great. And then next, um, we actually just had a hiring process, but you can always keep your eye out, the sustainability peer educators. Mm. So those students work eight hours a week, um, and they actually get paid $10 an hour to do all sorts of interactions with other students, faculty and staff, trying to bridge the gap between students and the rest of the community. Okay. Um, so that's really cool. But, you know... Really and truly, if this is something that you want to make a part of your life, there's so many community opportunities in Wilmington. Whether that's, I, I would say, probably one of everyone's favorites is the um, Cape Fear River Watch. Mm -hmm. They make such a great impact, and um, they do something every single weekend. We also have uh, Keep New Hanover Beautiful, uh, Heal Our Waterways, Plastic Ocean Project, Sierra Club. Like, there's there's something for you. Audubon Society. I, was, <laughs> I always forget to warn people, but we'll just continue right after they finish. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <about that. laughs> no worries. So, um, yeah, there's just so many ways to get involved there. And I would say, you know, on a state and national and worldwide level, the first thing to do is, and I'm still in this process, is to kind of just do your research and mm -hmm. learn. Looking at the IPCC report, the International Panel for Climate Change, looking at, you know, the the policies in North Carolina and the country, looking at um, there's just uh, the sustainability goals for the United Nations is probably my go to because it starts with like the first three or social equity. So people are like, what? That's not sustainability. I'm like, yes, it, it is. is. Yeah, exactly. So all of those are great resources. And just dive in and start learning, and then you're going to find your place. Um, and then once you find your place, find your people, find yeah. your tribe. And, like, that's also a good way to deal with that eco-anxiety is having the people around you feeling the same way that can help lift you up when you need it. Yeah, and give you that grace. And if you do get involved on campus or in the community, like, once I can say that the Sustainability Committee gives you a voice on campus. Yes. Um, and, and it does help bridge that connection between students and then faculty and staff and making sure that what students want to change on campus reaches the people who can make those decisions and make it happen. And then getting out in your community, that's how you find your tribe. When you go mm -hmm. on that river cleanup or you start investing in plastic and um, or, or removing it from our oceans, you find people with similar interests and yep. it, then it becomes easier. Exactly. I mean, truly, there's so many ways to get involved. Feel free to reach out to me anytime you can do that. I suggest you do on LinkedIn because you should all have a LinkedIn. Yep. And so that's probably the best way to get in touch with me. But yeah, just reach out however you can. I'm happy to help. So are there any final thoughts or advice that you would leave listeners with? 
Oh my gosh. So (laughs) (laughs) I have my own podcast and my, that's what my um, co-moderator does every week. And I'm always like, (laughs) Um, you know, um, drink plenty of water, get plenty of sleep, (laughs) do your best. And, you know, just try to do something positive for the world every day and watch it come right back to you for sure. But, you know, I think that especially right when you graduate from college, the world is your oyster and it can be so overwhelming because you do have every opportunity at your hand, but you don't know exactly how to manifest what the end result you want will be. So anyway, I don't know if that made any sense. So don't quote me on that, (laughs) but um, just reach out to the people at UNCW. Everyone here really wants to help. So um, you know, just keep trying. Sometimes our email boxes get full, but just keep trying. And like, honestly, um, you're going to do great things. You are. Well, I feel inspired after that final wrap up (laughs) and I hope that people out there listening feel the same way. Uh, So thank you so much for being a guest, Kat. Thank you for having me. If you have any questions about this episode or topics, suggestions, or questions for future episodes, feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram at so underscore about that, our Facebook page, so about that, or our email, so about that 20 at gmail.com. <laughs>